Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by Jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more. And also, this podcast is sponsored by State Farm. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Fred Hines, a proud sponsor of your Lebanon Yellow Jackets post-game recap podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Week 13 edition of the Lebanon Yellow Jackets High School Football post-game recap podcast presented to you all season long by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please go see Fred Hines for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. And Post Game Recap is brought to you by Jazby. Go to jassby.com slash football for more information. Last night in the Missouri Class 5 State Quarterfinals, the Lebanon Yellow Jackets traveled to Cardinal Stadium to take on the Web City Cardinals, and unfortunately, their season came to an end, losing the, losing the game by a final score of 35-13. to 13. I'm now joined by Will Christian, head coach of the Lebanon program. Coach, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Absolutely, sir. Thanks for having me. Looking at the season as a whole, you finished the season 10-2, and two, you won the Ozark Conference title, with the number one seed in districts, winning districts, and matching Lebanon's furthest route in the States, getting to the state quarterfinals. When you look at this 2021 team, what will you remember? Well, I mean, you know, first and foremost, I'll remember uh, our kids, the people, um, our staff, um, all the support people. Um, great senior class this year, uh, one that uh, I think, um, you know, developed extremely well in our program and, and, and we're just outstanding people on and off the field, um, which makes, you know, my job a lot of fun when you're dealing with uh, high character people. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things every year, you know, you, you, the finality is sometimes challenging to wrap your head around. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're like that parent that's got you know, kids uh, moving out of the house. And uh, that's, that's kind of what it's like uh, every year for me as we, we graduate another senior class, uh, obviously very proud of them um, and their accomplishments, but certainly going to miss them all. Now, as we move to specifically the game last night, and we'll later on give you a chance to really go more in depth into that senior class, like you mentioned, the first possession of the game for you guys, you had the ball on your own 35, and you went for it on fourth and two. It did not work, and it ended up leading to a Web City Cardinals touchdown. What was your thought process in going for it there instead of punting the ball? Yeah, absolutely. You know, first of all, and I, I mentioned this to one of the writers um, after the game, you know, anytime you make a decision like that and it don't work, you certainly, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, and, you know, it, it, it's certainly in a spot where you think, you know, gosh, shouldn't have done that. You know, the rationale, I mean, number one, we would have been punting into the wind. Number two, our fourth down efficiency with two or less yards this year has been over 80%. And I have complete confidence in our offensive line and, and our backs and, 
um, to, you know, to, to effectively get two yards. And so my mindset was, I mean, we're, we're playing to win the game. And, uh, and I felt like that it was something that we could get done. And to be honest with you, even though hindsight 2020, you know, you look at it, it didn't work. So you say, well, you make a different decision. I, I'm not sure that I would have in that spot. Um, you know, I, I think that it, it was a situation where, you know, 80% of the time we get that done. I'm, that's a good, a good, uh, decision for me. And, um, you know, and obviously it didn't work, um, you know, and put our defense in a bit of a hole. I will say though, I don't know that, you know, it was potentially the, the difference. Um, you know, we, we've got to come out and get a stop. I mean, we clearly probably put them in field goal range, but, you know, but we're in a spot with, you know, with a defense that's uh, fresh, uh, hadn't played a snap yet to uh, come out and, and make plays. So, you know, it, it's team game and, um, you know, one of those that, uh, uh, you know, you got to make plays and, and we got to credit, uh, you know, Web City. One, for getting the stop and two, for effectively driving uh, to put points on the board there. And, but I credit our kids. I, I thought they fought. Um the rest of that first half, obviously, and the second half, even though uh, clearly the score uh, got away from us in the second half, I thought our effort was outstanding. Well, you're kind of going to lead me into my next question, Coach, so, so I appreciate that. But in the first half, the, the score at halftime was 14-13, to 13, and heading into halftime, a Quinton Dowdy field goal at the end of the half made that score a one-point game. And the first half really seemed to be back and forth, both defenses playing well, forcing some stops and, and forcing some turnovers as well. And then as we transition to the second half, like you mentioned, the effort did not go away and Lebanon fought hard. Well, what did you think was tactically and maybe just on the field, the key difference between the first and the second half that led to the Lebanon defeat? Well, I mean, number one, obviously, um, you know, in any game, you, I mean, you got to put points on the board and uh, you know, we had some tough sledding on the offensive side of the football um, and you got to credit um, Web City for that. I mean, you know, not anything significantly changed from the standpoint of, you know, the Lebanon Yellow Jackets, a team averaging um, 40 at 40 points a game and, and um, you know, over 300 yards rushing in the game. I mean, nothing significantly changed uh, other than the fact that our opponent did an outstanding job and they were extremely well coached, well prepared and and played extremely hard and, and, and got a lot of hats to the football. And so uh, in any game, um, obviously, I mean, you know, you got to score points, um, you know, and then defensively, you know, I thought, especially in the first half, uh, for the most part, I thought we, we played very well. Uh, we put ourselves in, in some good field position situations. Um, you know, we were only able to convert some field goals in those situations, um, you know, which is points. And, you know, where we were at there, uh, I thought we were in a great spot. Uh, we got to stop to start the opening uh, drive of the second half, which was pivotal, um, you know, and, and, and we drove again. We moved the football. In fact, we outgained them. Um, but we, we, you know, we just, we had a hard time, um, you know, converting into points and, um, you know, and that's, you know, one of those factors that you run into, uh, when you get beat, <laughs> you know, I know that sounds like a very, uh, um, 
kind of lame statement, but but just the reality. Um, I thought overall um, our special teams were were decent. Uh, I thought we executed our plan. Uh, we had a couple of uh, kickoff returns late that we we got pinned a little deeper than we wanted to, and some of it was just some bad luck. We slipped on one of them, um, and so you know, um, you know, tough deal. Obviously, you know, you, you want to win the ball game. There's probably I could probably break down 25 little things that ended up being uh, huge differences. And it's never one thing. It's always a bunch. And uh, they were the better team. And, you know, we, we've got to uh, play well in those games. Um, and unfortunately, last night we, we didn't play well often enough. And one more question about specifically the game last night, Coach. You did mention that you outgained them, and specifically you outgained them by a total yards of 318 yards to 290. And on the ground, you outgained them by 233 yards to 132 yards for Webb City. So you definitely were able to move the ball, like you said, and do some of the things you wanted to on offense. So going into Webb City in a state quarterfinal, a huge game on a Friday night, what can you take away moving forward that you were able to play with Webb City pretty much toe-to-toe, especially in the yardage route? Well, I mean, it's kind of uh, deja vu, um, mm-hmm. honestly, from a year ago. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we, we walk away from the game knowing we can compete, but, but not playing the game in all facets as well as our opponent over the course of four quarters. Um, you know, we did, we did clean up the turnover situation, which was a huge factor in the first one. But I think one of the things that was a key uh, area of um, where we didn't capitalize was getting enough takeaways. They put the football on the ground, I want to say, three times. And all three times they recovered their own fumble. Um, you know, and, 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 and certainly that's not because our kids aren't trying Uh that oblong ball sometimes doesn't bounce the way you want it to. But, uh, but we, you got to capitalize on that. When your opponent puts the football on the ground, you got to capitalize, you know, along with the, the interception, uh, you know, that, that we were able to get. I mean, if we're plus four, uh, who knows, right? Um, and so a lot of factors. None of them can be excuses. Uh, the bottom line is that, you know, uh, myself as the head football coach, uh, we – I've got to get our team in a spot where we're uh, playing better in these games. Um, and, and we have it in the state quarterfinals at this point. But, but I do know this, uh, the only way that you break through anything is by continually putting yourself in that spot. And so we're just going to continue to work really hard to figure it out and continue to bust our tail uh, to be in this spot so that uh, we at some point will get it figured out and break through. Well, Coach, as this is our last podcast of the season with, with the uh, final game being last night, I want to give you a chance to talk about some specific groups related to the Lebanon football community on and off the field. And the first group I want to discuss is the parents. And we know in high school football how important it is to have that have that system and support system at home by the parents, whether it's taking them to practice and picking them up or just making sure they have enough food in them or just being overall a support system and helping out their kids in any way needed. And, and I know the Lebanon community and the Lebanon parents are so vital to your team. So I just want to give you a quick minute to just say, how have the Lebanon parents impacted you and specifically during this 2021 season? Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to thank an extremely important group 
we got outstanding parents here. Um, you know, I've always said since I've been coaching um, that your most important assistant coaches are the ones that the young men go home to every day. Uh, you've got to have supportive group. You've got to have uh, people that are willing to sacrifice not only in time financially and in many other ways in order for the young person to compete and play. And we have that here in Lebanon. We just have great parents from top to bottom. And, and they're a gigantic reason why that our program is successful year in, year out. It could not be done without them. And the next group coach I want you to discuss is your senior class, your class of 2021. They've had so many ups and downs, a lot more ups in the Lebanon program. What has this senior class meant to you personally and to the Lebanon program in general? Personally, uh, tremendous kids, uh, pleasure, uh, my honor to be able to uh, uh, work with them and watch them grow up uh, from youth football all the way up. Uh, they represent our community with absolute class in every way. Um, I think, you know, potentially uh, our, our fan base and community maybe takes for granted uh, the amount of success uh, that our program has had sometimes. No disrespect in any way, but just you get spoiled. And uh, these seniors have been a part of a ton of success and um, and, and have been a major part of that success. And that comes from their commitment. It comes from them doing what they need to do in the classroom. Um, it comes from their extreme hard work. Uh, we, we don't succeed by luck. Um, you know, many would say in the coffee shop, we don't succeed because of a good coach. We succeed because of the fact that our kids work extremely hard. And, uh, and, we, and because of that is the reason that we're in the spot that we're in. And, um, and so they have, they took the torch um, and they're passing it the right way. And, and, uh, and, and most importantly, um, you know, I'm going to have relationships with those guys forever. Um, it, this is a, a family and, uh, uh, you know, that's something I'll cherish. And finally, Coach, I know it's early. I know the season just ended last night. But to look ahead to the 2022 season, throughout the podcast this season, we've talked a lot about specific freshmen and sophomores and juniors that have had a big impact on the game and even just the depth that you guys have. And next year, that's going to happen as the freshmen, sophomores, and juniors all take a step forward and to help this 2022 Lebanon football team. So what's your very early, very, very early early season outlook for the 2022 team you're going to have next year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we're going to return a lot of quality football players, um, a lot of players with valuable experience, a lot of players that knocked on the door this year and, and maybe weren't quite physically ready, but uh, another off season in the weight room, they will be ready. Um, some kids that simply just didn't get a chance that are fronching at the bit to get that chance and, and are going to get it. So, uh, you know, we, we, we feel extremely good about our football team. Um, now there are some areas that, you know, we, we've got to address. Um, I think that our numbers took a dip this year. Uh, there's a lot of excuses, uh, but, but I'm not really going to outline any of them other than the fact that we've just got to, we got to really uh, beat the trails uh, to get uh, some of those kids back and, um, and increase our depth. Um, because I think that, you know, obviously when, when you have 
uh, numbers that aren't where you need them uh, or should have them, then, then it affects the depth. And, and so we're going to be working very hard on that. And we're just going to be working very hard on developing them and, and developing uh, what we do schematically. Um, you know, obviously we, we can improve. Um, yes, 10 and 2 and uh, conference champ, district champ, but, but there's tons of areas uh, that we can grow and improve as a football team. And, and our coaching staff's going to be working uh, tireless, tirelessly to make sure that we get that accomplished um, moving into this next year. Well, as you mentioned, it was a 10 and 2 season with a conference and district title, another birth just like 2020 in this class five state quarterfinal game. And it's really been a pleasure, coach, to have you on the podcast each and every week. I know you the insight you're giving into the Lebanon program has been amazing. And and for people who don't know about Lebanon football, just to get a little glimpse of what you guys are doing each week and how you're behind the scenes and the practice and the games and everything that's going on, it's really been a true pleasure to talk to you. I've really appreciated you coming on the podcast each week. Also, a huge shout out to Fred Hines and Jasby for sponsoring the podcast. A big, big shout out to both of them and uh, or for Fred Hines and for Jasby, the company as well, for helping out the podcast. And, and Coach Christian, like I say to you off the air, but I'll say to you on the air again, just thank you so much and really appreciated uh, doing this each and every week. Absolutely. I appreciate you providing this for our community. Um, you know, uh, all these kinds of things help. Uh, grow our program and our product and um, and we're greatly appreciative of you providing it absolutely and if if all goes well we'll look forward to doing it again in 2022 but for one final time for the 2021 season and for coach christian i'm mark feldman saying so long and have a great day once again we want to thank our sponsor jazby.com for sponsoring this podcast Parents, you need this app to make life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jasby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to jasby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y dot com. And also, as you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Fred Hines has chosen to sponsor your Lebanon Yellow Jackets post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.